0: stadiums right now because our next stop is philadelphia but the phillies are currently down south before they go back home for a weekend series against the pirates and that is where we'll be and it's kind of good for the phillies that they are down south right now
1: yeah it's a little bit chilly up here and it's also rainy so hopefully you don't hear some rain as we're doing our podcast here and hopefully we don't float away
0: we're a seashore state park in southern delaware and it has not exactly been the best beach experience we've had it, it's been windy it's been cold and then sunday evening it started to rain and then it continued into monday
1: it is mid-april so it is not the regular season for beach time yet but we did speak to some folks at the store who were telling us that this is unusual for sure and we know across the country it's been colder than usual so at
0: least we don't have 20 inches of snow like they do in wisconsin
1: that is right that would not be pleasant i can do without that what we're
0: going to do in this uh, episode of the podcast we do not have a guest but we are kind of going to chronicle our trip so far and uh, before we started recording patty was just like you know Every new adventure is always going to have some bumps in the road when you get started. And we definitely had our share.
1: We have. We got a late start due to issues with the RV itself. There was weather that impacted us getting the wrap put on, even though the wrap is fabulous and we love it. Um, it took some time because of the bad weather that was happening in Charlotte at the time. But whatever has happened, we have been able to continue on our journey, at least.
0: Yeah, kind of come hell or high water, you know, we're doing this trip and we just kind of have to overcome the obstacles that have been put in front of us, uh, most of which we have no control over. And you know what I kind of find unacceptable in the RV world is it doesn't matter what type of RV you get. It's just like standard practice, basically, that you're told it's accepted that the first year you own an RV, things are going to break, and you're, that's why you need the warranty. Right. And, and I just don't understand how, is, how that ex- is acceptable. You had mentioned a few weeks ago that there's a lemon law that exists with cars. Why is there not something similar for RVs? I
1: think, crazy. I think one lesson learned from this experience that I would pass on to others if they are thinking about buying an RV, going out, especially if you're going to go full-time, etc., is I would hire an independent inspector to inspect the vehicle because there are some things that have gone wrong that really an inspector probably would have found.
0: Yeah. yeah we still have a wiring issue. So even before we get to Philadelphia, um, when we leave out of Delaware tomorrow, we have to make a pit stop in North New Jersey at a camping world to get the... Uh wiring issue in the RV fix we're going to have to take everything most everything we have in the basement storage out just as we did in Charlotte when we were driving through between Atlanta and Washington D.C. Yeah,
1: do you think we'll be able to find another hotel where we can hand things through the window to each other?
0: (laughs) That was actually quite convenient.
1: It was.
0: Because we did not have to take the cart all the way through the hotel to get to the room to put all that stuff in because we had a lot of stuff but Not as much as we thought we had under there.
1: It didn't seem that bad when we, you know, when we were taking things out and handing through the window the first time to get it out of there. It was like, oh my gosh. But then when we started putting things back in, it just didn't seem quite as bad. I think it was easier to organize when we put it back in. It really
0: was. But now we have that experience under our belt. So when we get to New Jersey, it won't be so bad, right?
1: Sure. (laughs) Sounds good.
0: (laughs) I'll just be glad when, hopefully... Fingers crossed, knock on wood. By the end of this week, all the RV issues will be resolved and we can just continue the rest of the season without any other issues. So let's talk about where we've been so far, though. What's the one thing? And we we, we talked about the bad stuff already. You know, we've had issues with the RV. The, the, the weather has, hasn't been cooperating. But what's the one most positive thing you've taken from our trip so far?
1: Well, the most positive thing has been that despite the issues we've had and and you know things do happen like that everything felt worth it when we got to really see the impact of our partnership with children's hope alliance and the kids and families enjoying the games heaven saying that she had never been to a baseball game or any game for that matter and then she was very engaged in the experience just made it feel worthwhile
0: and for those who are- to the Bulls hooking up Children's Hope Alliance with about 60 tickets for that game, we were able to get a kid like heaven to her first ever baseball game. It was a Triple A game, but you know, down in Miami, we got a group of about 40 people, foster families, to opening day. I'm sure some of those kids had never been to a Major League Baseball game before. Durham, we had a group of about 60 people getting these kids this experience that they would not otherwise have it's, it's made it worth it through the first month and a half here so far since we've uh, kind of hit the road, including that weekend trip we did down to Jupiter um, in February for the start of spring training. But we've only been on the road really like full time for about five weeks now.
1: Yeah, sometimes it seems longer, but it's because it's been nonstop work except for the breaks we had for Disney. But we're start, we're getting into a rhythm. And, you know, I saw a post on Facebook that someone put that there was a pillow that was on Etsy or something, and it said, sorry for what I said when parking the trailer. (laughs) It was a a camper trailer. Right. (laughs) And Right. (laughs) And for us, it should say, sorry for what I said when taking the car off the dolly. (laughs) We've got that down now, though. We do. uh, In fact...
0: We're towing my car. I have a 2011 Scion XD. We're towing this on a dolly with the front wheels elevated. And the first time we hooked it up, we actually got it at a place in South Charlotte. And the ratchets for the straps were actually on the dolly incorrectly. They they were flipped. We did not realize that. The guys who helped us put the car on didn't say anything about it. They should have known better. So we get down to Jupiter, and <laughs> we couldn't get the car off. We had to cut the straps and get new straps. And then even the next time we had the car on and had to take it off, there were still some issues. Because I think I tighten them up a, a, a little too tight. Cause you're, you're so concerned. Right. Especially with the other issues we've had. It's like, oh, great. What else is going to go wrong, right? But now we got it down.
1: We do. We've, I mean... I guide you on. You strap it down. Then, when we're taking it off, we've got the rhythm of how to how to actually release the straps.
0: straps. We're we're definitely gaining some new experiences. We're talking about giving kids new experiences at a baseball game. Well, we're getting a whole set of
1: new experiences. (laughs) We're definitely getting new experiences, and I would say, as far as a favorite moment so far, it's not really been one moment. It's been more about the experiences as they accumulate. I really liked Florida. I'd entertain living there someday. It was
0: warmer there than it is in Delaware. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Even the cold days in, in Florida when it was like mid-50s. or you know, what, what was it uh, Sunday? Like barely 40 here in South Delaware plus windy and rain.
1: And we'll get some better weather as we go along. But... Again, it's been also about the experience of meeting new people along the way. We've met a lot of people.
0: We have met some great people. And a a few people stand out. You were like jotting them down and asking me questions before we uh, started recording. Um, Bruce and Mary in Jupiter. They're from Evansville, Indiana. Great people. Both really tall. Uh, (laughs) Bruce, a long time. Diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan. In fact, that's how we struck up the conversation with Bruce at the social, the Friday night social that this Jupiter West Palm RV resort had because Bruce is wearing a St. Louis Cardinals hat.
1: Yes. And that goes back to what we said when we started, right? I talked about my first experience with baseball, really being when I came to St. Louis as an adult and just the relationships that you strike up over conversations about the team. Yep. Goes right back to that.
0: Kind of like what both Derek Gould and Ryan Fagan said about how baseball is just embedded in the soul of the city of St. Louis. And, you know, Ryan, as a St. Louis native, the Sporting News baseball writer, Ryan Fagan, he said he can't ever remember a time he didn't love baseball. Derek covers the Cardinals for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and just St. Louis, they play for October. Red right October. That's that's
1: what that's how Cardinals fans refer to October. It's Red right October. That's what's expected. Right. And so
0: through that, Bruce, longtime Cardinals fan, we were talking about the. He was talking about the '70s Cardinals, and we were talking about the '80s Cardinals. or I was, and you know, and then uh, you were talking about your experiences uh, being at Game Four of the 2004 World Series, and and then uh, you know just watching the, the Cardinals and win the championship in 2006 and 2011. So yeah, it was fun. And his wife, what does she call herself?
1: Crazy Mary. Scary Mary. Scary Mary, that's Scary right. Scary Mary, that's what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she's a wild group. And you know, the, the, the people who run that place are, uh, uh, it's the uh, Jupiter West Palm Motor Coach Resort. It's brand new, and uh, they're still trying to work out the kinks there. But the people who run that place are, are great people.
1: They are. We. Very, very hosp- hospitable, congenial. Um, we liked them,
0: and there, it wasn't just Bruce and Mary. Carlos and Tracy, we went out to dinner with them, and we actually, you know, it's not just meeting new people, it's seeing some of our old friends, it was awesome that Mike and, and our friends Mike and Ginny were in Florida for spring break, and they came down and had dinner with us and Carlos and Tracy.
1: Yeah, and, and that was one of the things that made Jupiter one of my favorite places so far, was really the Palm Beach Motor Coach Resort, they we started there with our first trip, mm-hmm. and then we went back there and stayed there for several days. I think that just kind of made it kind of our home yeah, a home bit. a little bit. Yeah.
0: It's been the three or five weeks, it's been the one place we've stayed the longest, for sure. That'll probably remain the case throughout, because you know, we were there for like 10 days at the end of spring training and through opening day. I don't anticipate staying anywhere during the regular season for 10 days or longer, because we're going to
1: be on the move. Right. We also met some people in Bradenton. Mm-hmm. They had a social there. You hear that noise? That is the <laughs> rain hitting the RV here in Delaware.
0: Fun, 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 fun at the beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You need rain to make the flowers grow. You
0: know, some people record podcasts in a studio. They got a nice, you know, soundproof room. We're doing this in an RV,
1: Hey, as I said, it gives it character.
0: Right. <laughs> like the interview I did with Michael Williams, the COO of uh,
1: <laughs> right. the
0: It's of Miami Dades. Then the Marlins got a jet flyover before the game. <laughs> but you were saying, dear?
1: I was saying that in Bradenton, they had the social there where we met some other folks as well. We met a couple from Michigan who lived there part of the year. Mm-hmm. They were very friendly. And then we met uh, Jeff and Marie from Nova Scotia. They were very nice. They gave us some, she gave us some Disney maps for when we took our trip to Disney. She gave us a disembarkment checklist that we've used a few times, you know, making sure everything's, the hatches are battened down before we take off down the road.
0: Veteran RV travelers, so they gave us some tips, which are helpful.
1: Very much so, very much so. We didn't really meet folks that much in Cherry Hill, or of course here because it's it's kind of cold like when we're at the beach, <laughs> Delaware, but at, at Cherry Hill it was just I think folks were out doing things instead yeah, of being you're, in their you're RV. North of DC,
0: you're half an hour south of Baltimore. There wasn't really a sense of community there, and at the College Park RV park, just because people were out doing things, and, and uh, you didn't have what we had. In, in. I think because the Jupiter. Motorcoach Resort was our first RV park, and there was a true sense of community there. I think we were kind of, oh, this is how it is, huh? Right. And,
1: <laughs> but it was still, it's still a very nice RV park there at College Park.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That place was, was, was wonderful. And um, that kind of reminds me of something else. When we lived in Charlotte, we subscribed to a food delivery service through a butcher. And it was, it was high, high quality meat and vegetables. It, it was wonderful. Well, about four months before we left, we knew we were leaving in about four months. So we ordered about four months' worth of food. And then they delivered the food, and it was not our order. Well, we got some things that we actually did order, but we got a lot of stuff we didn't order. But then they had to send us the things we ordered and did not receive. But legally, they could not take back the food that had already been delivered. So while we anticipated a four-month food delivery... To get us through the time when we moved into the RV, we ended up getting probably an eight-month order. So when we were ready to move out of our house in Charlotte and, in, and into the RV, we had such an excess of food. So don't worry, folks. We're not making any money on this trip, but we're not going to starve.
1: Right. We are definitely not going to starve.
0: But uh, it was so comical that we're trying to move out of the house and put stuff into the RV. I am grabbing stuff from the freezer. We had a chest freezer in the garage, which is currently in storage up in St. Louis. But I fill up the freezer in the RV. We have a residential fridge with a, just your typical top residential freezer on, on, on top of the fridge. I fill that to the gills. I can't get anything. I can't stuff any more in there. I look in the garage freezer, and I'm like, holy cow. So knock on Mary Alice's door, next-door neighbor. Hey, Mary Alice, can I bring some food over here? We'll pick it up. On our way back from Atlanta up to Washington, D.C. we we'll, got we'll to drive through Charlotte on I-85. Sure, no problem. I take a bunch over there.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I see you going out. I'm packing up some things. And here's Ron filling up laundry baskets with food.
0: Right. I carry a laundry <laughs> basket over to Mary Alice's. Her freezer is now full. Well, I still have food left. I go over to our other next-door neighbor, Craig and Carrie. Hey, guys, can I put some food in your freezer? If you want to eat some of it before we can pick it up, feel free. Help us out. Eat the food. We have too much of it. Well, I take another laundry basket over to Crack and Carrie's. Well, guess what? Still had food left. So I go across the street to Eddie and Janet. And luckily, they had a freezer also in their garage. So I was able to put the remainder. It was mostly hamburgers. I was able to put some of that beef in their freezer. So that's three neighbor's houses we had to put food in. Well then, we really didn't cut into our food supply as much as we thought we would have in that first couple weeks down in Florida, before we came back through North Carolina. So the freezer in the RV was still pretty full. We put a little bit of a divot in it, but so when I picked the food up in North Carolina, we had a cooler, we filled the cooler up with all that food, put a bunch of ice in there, and it stayed cold and frozen for a few days. But then by the time we got to College Park, it, had, it was starting to thaw out, and we knew we had to grill. So at the Cherry Hill RV Park in College Park, Maryland, I spent the better part of two days grilling. So now, the good news is we don't have any food in our underneath storage. The freezer is still full, but our refrigerator is full of grilled food. We got salmon and tuna steaks and regular steaks and turkey burgers and regular burgers and a bunch of chicken. And-
1: yeah, and and you tried to give some of that away while you were grilling, but as yeah. we said, they're just weren't, we weren't folks. There weren't any takers. and It was nice, though, that they had those grills there.
0: It was, and we did actually have charcoal with us, so I was just able to put the charcoal on the grill and fire
1: it up. Well, and we actually had a camping experience because folks people talk about camping, you go RVing, you're on the road. You think about people camping with a fire outside, all that good stuff. We haven't had time for that. We've been on the move. We've been out doing things, we've been recording our podcast, etc. We did though, at College Park there was a fire pit and we were able to use that one night and that was nice.
0: It was. You sit out there. It was still kind of chilly. It was since we left Florida we're
1: Have we mentioned that we haven't had warm weather since Florida? (laughs) Yeah. When I was doing the mapping out uh, on the spreadsheet of the locations we were going to be, you know, you mapped them out, but then I was looking at what the weather was supposed to be in the various areas. It was supposed to be like average temper 70 all the way along. Mother nature is not cooperating. (laughs) But anyway, so we're talking about food. What's been your favorite food experience so far?
0: Hmm. I'm going to say eating crab cakes in Baltimore just because I am someone who had never been to Baltimore before. And I know when in Baltimore that is the food for which Baltimore is most famous. And so I think getting an authentic, air quotes, authentic crab cake in Baltimore was the one thing that I was most looking forward to and I'm I'm glad we did.
1: Not just crab cakes. I mean just lump crab that they're famous for. So we've had some really good crab dip the crab cakes. We had crab tater tots. It was really good. My favorite so far. One of my favorites. This is weird when I was thinking about this the first thing that popped in my head was that orange I had from the fruit stand in Florida. I know that's (laughs) you would not have expected that right but that was so good. It was such a good orange. And then the other thing, don't forget, the empanadas we had in Miami. Oh, yeah.
0: Best empanadas I've ever had in my life. David's Cafe.
1: And we were not expecting that. We went there. Here comes the rain
0: again.
1: So we were not expecting that to be the great thing that we got out of there. We had a Cuban sandwich. That was why we went to David's. And while I really enjoyed that, the empanada was To die
0: for. Yeah, it was so good. And hopefully, we'll have a lot more food experiences along the way. Tomorrow, we will be packing up here at Delaware Seashore State Park and heading up to Philadelphia where cheesesteaks await.
1: And hoagies. White.
0: And I'm sure we'll get some more great food along the way. And like I said before, hopefully, no more issues after this week with the RV, and we'll just have smooth sailing. And Better weather, right, Patty?
1: I am ordering that right now. <laughs> you hear that, God? <laughs> better weather. <laughs> Talk to Mother Nature
0: for us, please. We, we, we don't want. We definitely don't want any rainouts, and we are going to some open air stadiums here. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we don't have any delays. First five games so far, we haven't had any issues. So hopefully that continues, um, and we don't have any weather delays or uh, rainouts. Because we have a schedule to adhere to. And that schedule for the podcast will continue Thursday, where we are still trying to line up a guest, but I think you might be pleasantly surprised at who we get for Thursday's show. I'm kind of excited. In international flavor, hopefully. But until then, thank you for listening to the Home Run.